Welcome to Oktoberfest 2019. <laughs> Say a prayer for the youth of America. And we are live. Welcome back to the Project X podcast. This is episode 10. I am Alan Smith and I am joined by Big Dave. That's right. And Fat Man Extraordinary. (laughs) So uh, we would like to say um, happy fall to everyone. Uh, at this point, October. October's finally. here. That's right. This is my favorite time of year. I know it's Dave's favorite time of the year. I don't care what anybody says. Christmas is not the most wonderful time of the year. No. Halloween is. Yes, yes, it is. And we were both big Halloween fans. Um, my favorite holiday since I was a kid. Uh, I think we're going to do an episode a little further on where we actually talk about some Halloween memories and yeah. you know what we associate you know with them. Uh, but yeah, this is going to start our month-long um, Oktoberfest or Spooktacular or right, let's go with whatever we're going to call it. The fat so. man's going to vote for Oktoberfest because he likes the food. <laughs> there you go. Um, we're going to have to make a trip over to the the German house over. Oh, uh, it's not there any longer. Well, no, the other one. The oh, oh yeah, that's right. There is a new one now. So yeah. just go over to German Town. You know, I don't got, think they've got a decent German place. Yeah, over there, I'm not though. sure anymore. We've, uh, Nashville's become so gentrified now. You can't. There's not everything there's, is. There's a really great Chicago pizza place. Yes, there is. There, there is. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, like I said, this month we're going to uh, we're going to dive into some <laughs> you know Halloweeny type stuff um, and fall related. You said weenie. Yeah, and so um, we're going to start this off the this first week. We're going to talk about Scream. Scream. Not just the movie. Not just the first movie. We're going to talk about the all four, all four of, of the movies, and we're going to talk about the soundtrack a little bit. Well, all the soundtracks. Yeah, okay, we can do that too. Because I'm, I'm really more the, with the I, first I know, one. With the first so. one, but I need to bash on some of the other ones because they're so terrible. Yeah, we'll get to uh, one one band in particular <laughs> that's on the third one. That's that's pretty rough. <sighs> so yeah, Scream came out in 1996. I don't know if we can actually. Is, is it a franchise? Is it a trilogy? It's, it's four. Well, it's one of those things you kind of got the trilogy, and they really were trying to do, do you that. Really count Scream Three well, because it was we'll so get terrible. Well, and then Scream Four is a good continuation <clears throat> slash reboot slash whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm really kind of surprised that they haven't continued with it. I think they ended it where it needed to end. It was a good ending, but it also could have been something, but also with Wes Craven not being with us any longer, it it, it is one of those things that it's like, let's let's not let someone else do this. Although they did come out with a TV series. I don't know if you watched it or not. No, I refused. I watched the first season of it and really wasn't... I, I really wound up hate watching it before it was over and then whenever it ended it was like oh they're obviously setting up for something else and I don't care yeah. so <laughs> and I, I, never, I, mean, I never went back to it Wes so. Craven wasn't involved with it at that no, point no well, so he was gone was, at that was, point I believe so yeah it was obvious garbage mm-hmm. and they're trying and it has nothing to do with the movies whatsoever it's a whole different thing well they were obviously trying to pressman screen pressman yeah like pressman did with the crow oh where, where you, you just, just make drag it, it out and yeah, drag yeah, it out yeah, and drag yeah, it yeah, out yeah, and yeah, yeah, 
So anyway. Yes, I'm using that term for <laughs> when they butcher movie okay. franchises. So anyways, Scream. The first Scream came out in, did it come out in like December of 96? It came out late in the year, like after Halloween. I'm getting out the Magic Witch yeah. Box. Keep it talking. came out after Halloween. I know that. I remember. And, and it was one of those things where, you know, again, if you haven't seen a movie that's over 20 years old, you know, go watch them before you come back here uh, and, and listen to the rest of this. But, you know, all the advertising for it really didn't give you much. I remember those those commercials, you know, in the in the, the the you know the TV ads that they had, and then even the the, the movie trailer. It, it all revolved around you know Drew Barrymore and her on the phone and what's your what favorite your scary, scary movie, movie, you know, all that stuff. And it's funny because all that happens in the first ten minutes of the movie, and then it's on to something else. The thing that was so, I guess, revel not really revel, but the thing that was so new about this because at that point in the mid in the mid nineties. The those types of movies were dead and gone. December twentieth. Yes, yeah, so I thought it was a. It was. It, a, it's a Christmas movie. I know. Of all things, you know. <laughs> that and Die Hard. Yeah, no, we want to get into that. So, if you want to go down that right, you know what else is a Christmas movie? Gremlins. Eyes wide shut. So. <laughs> you were never so. supposed to speak of that waste of celluloid again. So anyway. Yeah, so it came out, and it was at that point, those types of movies that you know that's those slasher movies had been dead for a while. Oh yeah, overdone. I mean, yeah, I mean it was just you know we had already had Jason Goes to Hell, we'd already had Freddy's Dead. We we, we had had Jason versus Freddy at that point, right, I believe. We, we had had the three worst Halloween movies had all come out oh, yeah. by that point and which is funny because Scream actually paved the way for Halloween H2O yeah. again Kevin Williamson did that movie you know and and, yeah. every, and I thought it was a pretty decent reboot but we'll get into that in a different podcast so <sighs> hey, believe me if you start going into all the reboots of Halloween there's a bunch oh, of them it's, I swear there's a bunch of them so. I, I'm convinced that the Halloween series is actually a bunch of alternate realities tied together so you you basically well with the way they did the last one it seems that's actually what happened. So. Well, yeah, because the way it's set up now, you've got Halloween one, Halloween two, which has to happen because it's the night, the after, same night, the right. same night, and then you've got the last one, mm-hmm. and all the rest of them are just supposed to. Go but they away. actually kind of acted like the second one didn't happen in that movie. It's I a, know it's the same night and it's it, kind of attenuation and everything, you, but yeah, anyway, have, yeah, go, that's, okay. that's a whole yeah. other, that's a We're whole other, scream, we, right? we will probably talk about that at some point this, <laughs> this October. So yeah, it was scream. So, you know, it comes back and it was one of those things that not only did it come back, you know, they bring out these new, like a lot of up and coming young stars, but they also went very meta in their commentary of, of, yeah. of, you know, you have Randy, you know, that, that like legitimately at one point sets out, these are the rules of surviving a horror movie. Yes. But you know, there are so many references, not just like, you know, like Billy Loomis, the, you know, uh, Skeet Ulrich's yes. character, you know, well, Dr. Loomis was the, yes. you know, and there, there's a bunch of stuff like okay. that. For those who didn't catch it, Dr. Loomis was the psychologist that yes. was Donald Pleasance played him in Halloween. Was, so, was yeah. the one taking care of Mike Myers. Right. And there's, I think one of the characters last name's Kruger, if I'm not mistaken. I and think so. I, yeah, there, there's several, different, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff in there and it's very, very meta. All, all I know is that that movie 
caused me a four or five year crush on Rose McGowan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I understand that. You know, and, so, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, this is a time like Rose <clears throat> McGowan. This was like a starring vehicle for her. Yeah, kind of like catapulted her. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell had been in the the craft prior, just prior to that, yeah. and of course she was on Party of Five. Yeah. But this was the thing that kind of really put her into the the spotlight. The yeah. uh, same thing with Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. You know, he'd been around for a little bit, but he hadn't really done anything. And this was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. This was kind of a star who's, maker who's for now him. now playing. Um, yeah. He's the, um, the dad. Yeah. He plays Jughead's dad on Riverdale. Yeah. Let's see. Who else was in this uh, oh, that um, goes on? Um, what was the guy? Oh. That, the other, yeah, the other uh, killer. I can't oh, think of his name. Crap. Um, he the movie that he had starred in before that was Hackers was Hackers right which had a young Angelina Jolie is one of like her first big starring yeah. you know vehicle cast I'm looking for I cast. know and I'm like I'm thinking I'm like well what is that guy's name I, I should know all these things uh, Matthew Lillard is his yes, name yes Matthew Lillard um, that's it you got it before the but it, it's also one of those things that you know you get all that stuff also yeah, this was really a star making role for David Arquette. Yeah, that's true. Um, this was the this Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox actually of the Friends cast. She's the one that's been the most successful because of these movies. Yeah. You know, with her as the Gil Weathers, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean it's one of those things that it did all that. And then of course when you get into the second one they bring like they brought in Sarah Michelle Geller and you have yeah. um Jerry McGuire. Jerry Jerry, uh, um, Jerry O'Connell. O'Connell is is in it. I'm trying to think who else. There's actually more cuz I did not go back and rewatch well, two since um, um, Omar Omar Epps and Jada Pinkett get Smith killed are both within in the, the first like yeah. three minutes of it. Um, They're in it for like two oh, seconds. I'll tell you something else. This is also what really introduced us to um, um, Leave Shriver. Yeah. Because he was exactly. he's very he's in a very small role in the first one. Like you see him basically in news footage. Yeah. But in the second one, he plays a big part, like well, always with a car. Cotton, cotton, yeah, cotton, cotton weary. And then he's in the third one and he gets killed off pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, I tell you somebody else I did I for, I forgot was in three. Because you get in the three and you've got Parker Posey, who was Wonderful in that movie. Yeah, she is the best part of that. Jenny McCarthy is yeah. in it. You've got Emily Mortimer. Yeah, which I didn't recognize her at first. I was like, oh my god, that is Emily Mortimer. Yeah, uh, and she's not British at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a long way to the to the newsroom. Like later, you know, where it's like, yeah. oh wow, that's her. Who else? Oh, uh, Patrick Dempsey yeah. is in the movie. Oh, uh, what's his name? Putty. Um, oh, my goodness, I can't believe it. Walbert, uh, Walbert and uh, Patrick Walbert yes. is in it. Boom. That's all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> Come on, the tick? Yeah, the yeah tick. I know, yes. I know, I know. Yeah. You had Carrie Fisher cameo, which, which is really funny. Brilliant. Of course, Wes Craven does a cameo right. in all of them. Uh, well, Lance Henriksen yeah. is in the movie. Roger Corman is in the movie. Yep. He's got a small part. And the one that they got that I, I did not remember was in. I, I forgot a lot of these because I had not seen it since it came out. Yeah. And you know, and if you remember when we talked about Clerks, Jay and Silent Bob are oh, in yeah. this movie as Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, you they know, are that, actually on the movie set, right, taking, taking a, a tour. tour. And yeah. um, the, but <laughs> in the very beginning of it, when you see the whole thing going on with Lee Shriver, Kelly Preston is his girlfriend. Oh, that's right. I and Kelly Preston, like that. the only thing that I like, she's been in a lot of stuff. But the big thing I know her from is that she was in Gossip Girl. Yeah, see, I never really watched yeah. that show. And the thing is, is it was funny like seeing her in this because I'm used to like the 
the the older <coughs> her. Yeah. And she's like in her twenties in this, and it's like, wow, this is. I mean, I'm not saying anything. It's just like you can. You, it's people funny age, watching see how young the folks are. Folks look as opposed to later. You know, God, I feel so old I know. right now. Uh, but I can't yeah, I just said that. But it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, I, I just kind of going through. It. I was like, wow, there's there's a lot of people in this. And obviously, because they wanted to get into the, well, you yeah. know, and then we get into Scream Four. And I'll be honest, I'll yeah. have to go back and pull out because I know that uh, what's her name is in the, uh, of course, uh, Hayden Panettiere yes. is in it. Uh, so is Roberts, uh, Ember Roberts. I'm trying to remember who some of the other kids but are. Magic Witch Box is not yeah. very fast tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, 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 okay, the beginning starts off in this very, very meta. All I'm going to say is that Inception stole their it, whole it really, movie yeah. from the beginning. But you get like four. you get like Lucy Hale. And Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell are all like in this opening montage of things yeah. that happen. You know, uh, Allison Brie is in this movie. For those of you that like um, uh, Glow, Anna Paquin was in. This? Yeah, she's in that opening. Kristen Bell was in. This? Yeah, this is all in open in that opening scene. You know that 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 yeah. whole montage, and then you get some other people like uh, Anthony Anderson, Adam Brody is in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's. Mary McDonald, I forgot she was in it. But yeah, it's just one of those things where you start going through all of that stuff, and it's really cool. Now, let's talk about the actual individual movies a little bit before we get into Anthony, because Anthony it, Anderson was in this. I know, I know. I, I've forgotten about I know. So, Scream, like I said, going back, it was a very meta movie because it kept referencing all this stuff that we knew. It, it basically lives in our universe because it's referencing yeah. all the stuff that we grew up watching. It, and it's one of those things that I love that movie. But it is very 90s. I mean, from the soundtrack oh, yeah. to the you know the, the the lingo to the way they're dressed the technology. to the technology because there's no cell phones in the there, first one. In the first one, there are zero cell phones in this thing. It, it's all corded phones to the wall or yep. cordless phones. Yep, and it's the old school cordless. Right, phones. and there's very little talk with the internet. Yeah, there's one little scene. Are there's a couple of scenes like they're on like AOL Messenger or something like that. Yeah. You know, but it's one of those things where it's like it's a very of its time thing. Then you get, and so it goes through the whole, when, when you find out there's two killers. That's a new twist. That is a twist because it's always just been one killer yeah. prior to that. One killer. So you, with, with the two killers, it makes perfect sense of how can he be in one place and he can't, he's in the other and blah, 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 you know. It makes and it a little real. Yes, yes, it very much does. And they, they kind of do the whole final girl thing. You know, Sydney Prescott's going to be the final girl. Oh, yeah. And then you start finding out the backstory that when her mom, you know, was killed a year earlier and she was having an affair with a couple Cotton of different people. And, and, and with uh, Billy's dad. Yeah, and which caused his mom to run Leave, and so that like, that drove him. But then you just find out that... that is it Stu? Is that yeah, Matthew Lillard? He, he's yeah. just a psychopath. He's just a psychopath and, and, and was probably... On that way to, yeah, he just, well, yeah. he was probably very susceptible to peer pressure. Right. And wanting to be the cool kid because he was kind of hanging out with the cool kids mm -hmm. anyway. And mm -hmm. then he gets sucked into this. Right, right. And so, yeah, it's it's a very, like I said, it's a very of its time movie. But it did kickstart. After this, after this came out, the next year you get I Know What You Did Last Summer. 
Which, by the way, has a great soundtrack. Does. Also a Kevin Williamson movie. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote that one as well. Then you get a whole slew. Of course, you get Scream 2 later that year. But then you yeah. get a whole slew of you get... You've got Urban Legend. Yep. You've got Final, Final Destination. Destination. One, two, three, four. The, yeah. And whatever. the and The last movie was literally the Final Destination. Yeah, whatever. But it's one of those things, but uh, you know, you get all I those types. I will never drive behind a log truck again <laughs> in my entire life. A friend, a, a friend of two friends of ours yeah. went and saw that movie the night before they were getting ready on a plane. <laughs> It's like maybe not the smartest thing to to, to do, but yeah. I, if if I had been around and cell phones would have been available, mm-hmm. I would have totally been playing that song oh, yeah, yeah. every time I saw. So, it. but you get all that kind of stuff, you know. You, yeah. and, and not only that, but you also get a whole slew of other of those teen-ish movies. You yeah. know the um, the Scooby Gang horror movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and you yeah. get you get. American Pie, you get, you know. Oh, yeah, you know, if, you, all, if you want to get outside the horror That's genre. what I'm saying, you yeah. get a whole slew of She's All That. You know, all these, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, we can make movie off these teen movies again. Oh, yeah. And they, it explodes. Ten Things I Hate About You. Yes, ten things, yeah, exactly, all that stuff. So, Scream is kind of the impetus for it. I actually, well, that's a whole other thing uh, that I've been working on for a while. I actually will go back to Clueless and say that was the one, the thing that like kind of got it rolling again. Yeah, I can see that. But Scream was the thing that kicked it into gear that and said, "Hey, catapult. this is yeah." That and was a catapult. So anyway, Scream was a very successful movie, very successful movie. Yeah. And so of course they made Scream too. So they fast forward another year. Now that we're in college, we're out of high school. Sydney and Randy end up. In somewhere, I don't think they ever gave us. Did they give us a college no, name? Yeah, they did at some point. I don't, I don't know, know what it was, but they end up at the same college, right? In right. another town, right? So they go because everybody else is dead, and so they well, go. Our four remainers from the from well, the yeah, first you've, one, got, you've got you've got Gail, you've got Gail, Dewey, Dewey, Sydney, and Randy. And Randy, that's right. The, and 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 Sydney's dad. Yeah, he, minor, yeah. minor, minor, minor. Yeah, and the thing is, he comes into three. Also, you know, he's yeah. he's around, but. So they go off to college, and then there's this whole like you know because Randy gave us the rules of the movie of the movie in the first one. Yep. He gives the rules of the sequel in yeah. the second. Like there's rules to sequels, you know that like I forget I even forget okay. what all of them I'm are a, at I'm this a point. Magic witch boxing. Yeah. Jamie Lee was always the virgin in horror movies. That's why she always outsmarted the killer in the big chase scene at the end. Only virgins can do that. Don't you know the rules? What rules? You don't. Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Uh, have an aneurysm, why don't you? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Big no no! Big no! Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. It's a sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. You see, you push the laws, and you end up dead. But but the thing is, is that because the rules of the sequel are, are one of the rules of the sequel. Oh, Rebecca Gayhart's in that movie also. I forgot. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. one of the sorority sisters that's trying to, yeah. 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 I just remembered that because they're doing the whole uh, uh, Julius Caesar thing. Remember? Yeah. You know? 
but it's this is where they I really enjoyed I thought as a sequel Scream 2 was good what's the rules of the um, sequel number one the body count is always bigger number two the death scenes are always much more elaborate more blood more gore carnage candy your core audience just expects it and number three if you want your sequel to become a franchise, never, ever... How do we find the killer, Randy? That's what I want to know. Randy actually starts to describe the third rule. If you want your films to become successful, a successful franchise, never, ever, before being interrupted by Dewey. And unfortunately, because... We never get that one, huh? We, we never get that one hmm. because... Because Randy winds up getting killed. Randy gets no. cut up in the van. Mm-hmm. Um, it says the film's original teaser trailer featured an extended version of the rules Yes, it scene, did. Yes, it did. Which reveals the original third rule, and it was supposed to be never, ever, under any circumstances, assume the killer is dead. But they kind of covered that one in the first one. So Yeah, they cover it in the second one, too. Yeah. The lack, and the third one. It happens in all three of them. You get that final scare, you know. The lack of a third rule in the film's final cut was a deliberate in-joke by the crew, referencing the fact that it is impossible to ensure that a horror movie franchise will be successful. Fair enough. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so we get through that. We find out that Billy Loomis's mom is the killer. Kind of. Basically what it is is she wants revenge because well there's, there's always two well yeah well it's the thing is, and so she found someone on the internet on the internet she found an act she found this guy that was going to the school she found him on like serial killers are us yeah or something yeah or something, something like yeah. that you know it's one of those things that so she worked with him to to basically yeah finish what and, her son didn't and he he gets close to randy because randy in the first one is the movie geek right like and he's us. in film school and so. he he was working at the video store in the first mm-hmm. one he's now in film school and you can tell randy has kind of found his place and his people and right. he's actually starting to thrive some right and then they killed him and then they killed him so. which i actually hated because i know i, I remember liked, we went to, we saw this together and i remember you being very upset about randy dying so. I, I liked randy he yeah. was annoying but he reminded me of a lot of my friends growing <laughs> up so oh. So we get through that. We find out, you know, everybody around Sydney gets killed again. Again. And, you know, it's, and then they, you know, she shoots Mrs. Loomis. And then she And then she shoots her a second time. Yeah. Because she says something about, like, not in my my movie or something. I forget what it was. No, it was, it was um, just to be sure or something Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. One, it it double tapped. Right, pretty much. So we get to Scream 3, which came out two years, three years later. There was there was a gap between Ugh, two and three. There should have been a bigger gap. And so it's one of those things that they come back and they are and, and inside of this you have Gail Weathers wrote a book called Stab. No, she is, wrote a book called the Oh, it was the Woodsboro Murders. Woodsboro Murders right. and the and movie was that called was based, Stab. It was called Stab. So it's again going into a very meta Yeah. You we, know, we've type now metaed into we have a movie about the murders right. that happened in the first one being released in the second one. Right. So in the third movie they're making Stab 3. Yes. And and which you know we went straight from Stab 1 to Stab 3. Right. We never yes, got to yes. see the release of Stab 2. No, because we there was some time that yeah. then everything and also with it being the third movie and all. It's yeah, like okay. Exactly. So the Stab 3 is a mess. Right. And this, and and uh, Sydney's hiding out now. She's become, you know, she's living in solitary 
basically, you know, it's her and her dog, and that's it. She doesn't want anything to do with anybody. And she's become a crisis counselor right. via phone. Right. And so somebody kills Cotton, and it gets back, gets around. So it brings Gail Weathers back. It brings Dewey back. They're yep. all, you know, they're, they, they wind up on this set in Hollywood. Yep. Because they keep dropping, the killer keeps dropping these photos of Sydney's mom when she was young. Maureen Prescott. Yes. Come to find out, we find out along the way that Maureen Prescott, before she got married and everything, had gone to Hollywood to be a star under a different name of Rena Reynolds. That's that that right. Rena yeah. Reynolds, I think it was. Rena Reynolds. And had been sexually assaulted by a shady Hollywood people yeah. and everything. And then she came back to, and then she had a kid. That, oh, and that's what we find out. Yeah, whatever. So we find out that Sydney has a, has a, a son or has no, a, has a, uh, a brother, brother psycho that they didn't brother. know about. And then, and that's, you know, so they're, they're, they're unraveling this whole mystery. And he's actually the one who set Billy Loomis on the path. Yeah. Again, they do some retconning of we're the one, you know, this is the how whole this movie guy, was blah, one blah, big blah, messy blah, retcon. Blah, blah. retcon. It's the, the movie is not very good. I'll admit it. It is. Um, but the only soundtrack to be kind of commercially heavy metal. Yes. So, which has got some duds and some okay. The the third soundtrack is not as good as the first soundtrack, but it is better than the second soundtrack. Yes, but it uh, it had Creed on it. I mean, well, that, that would was, be one of the duds. Uh, yeah, I know. But it had Slipknot. Yeah, it had American Pearl. It was what it was. But the movie itself is just not. Oh, do we have the rules? All right, Randy comes back uh, because his sister appears out of nowhere on a Hollywood movie set. For one scene. For one scene. Where she brings a videotape. That Randy made, probably in the van at some point. No, it was no in he's, in, dorm he's in a dorm room. room. He's yeah. in a dorm room. And he's basically saying, if you're seeing this, then I must be dead. And Yes, he, he does the whole videotaped, if you're right. watching this, I'm dead. Right. But here are the rules that you need to survive this movie. Because, survive the trilogy. <laughs> because, you know, this movie's a mess. Well, if you're watching this tape, it means, as I feared, I did not survive these killings here at Windsor College. And that giving up my virginity to Karen Kolchak at the video store was probably not a good idea. Karen Kolchak? Yes, Karen Kolchak. Creepy Karen? Shut up! She's a sweet person, okay? We were working late, we were putting away some videos in the porno section, and, you know... Anyway, the reason I am here is to help you so that my death will not be in vain. That my life's work will help save some other poor soul from getting mutilated. If this killer does come back, and he's for real, there are a few things that you gotta remember. Is this simply another sequel? Well, if it is, same rules apply. But here's a critical thing. If you find yourself dealing with an unexpected backstory and a preponderance of exposition, then the sequel rules do not apply because you are not dealing with a sequel. You are dealing with the concluding chapter of a trilogy. trilogy. That's right. It's a rarity in the horror field, but it does exist. And it is a force to be reckoned with because true trilogies are all about going back to the beginning and discovering something that wasn't true from the get-go. Godfather, Jedi, all revealed something that we thought was true that wasn't true. So if it is a trilogy you are dealing with, here are some super trilogy rules. One, you got a killer who's gonna be superhuman. Stabbing him won't work, shooting him won't work. Basically, in the third one, you gotta cryogenically freeze his head, decapitate him, or blow him up. Number two, anyone, including the main character, can die. This means you, Sid, I'm sorry. It's the final chapter. It could be fucking Reservoir Dogs by the time this thing is through. Number three. 
The past will come back to bite you in the ass. Whatever you think you know about the past, forget it. The past is not at rest. Any sins you think were committed in the past are about to break out and destroy you. So in closing, let me say, good luck, Godspeed, and for some of you, I'll see you soon. So that's that's the rules, and he, he signs off, and Randy's gone. Pretty much, because we find out that he lost his virginity in the back of the video store to somebody. I forget. They'd say it. It's kind of a joke. They know who it is or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this movie's a mess, man. It. My favorite thing that happened that, that is Parker Posey because she's playing Gail Weathers in Stab. Yes. And it, it's this whole. I mean, again, it goes back to the whole meta. Because she's you, trying to be Gail Weathers. You've got you know? the actress who's trying to, who's hanging out with Gail Weathers, who's studying Gail Weathers to become right, Gail right, Weathers, right. to make an even worse version of Gail Weathers. Yeah, and one of the things, and I, and I remember it from seeing it in the theater, was when she gets killed, like whenever the, you know, whenever a ghost face is coming <laughs> after her, yeah. he, she says to him, "You can't kill me. I'm the killer in Stab Three. <laughs> <laughs> And because it, it was this whole thing about they were dying in order of the, of, of the, how they died in the, the in, in, first in, one. In, in the no in the order of how they died in the movie. Oh yeah, of, yeah, of this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is, they didn't know who the next victim was going to be because there were three different scripts that were floating yeah, around. Yeah, that's true. So oh oh, three different scripts in yeah. Scream Three. Which but which was something. True. But but that was something that they did with starting with Scream Two, where they would they legit would not yeah. give the scripts they they had multiple scripts floating around cuz they didn't want pe- they didn't want people yeah cuz it was the, the who did it security you know, it, right on the lots at that point was not right. too and this is the early day yet. of the inter- other days in the internet and yeah. there had been some stuff that had leaked out yep. during the process of the production and the everything trolls do a buy yes so yeah like i said very meta again i you know it, it's but, all very it, oh, it starts bordering on Inception. We should say that the the killer in this, when you know Sydney's brother, <laughs> is actually the director of the uh, movie. Of the movie, so that you know he, he's he literally references, "I'm making my own movie mm-hmm. of the killings." Right. So this, uh, yeah, I, it, it, it's a mess, but. Then we get Scream 4. Several years later. Matter of fact, let's see. Because Scream 3 came out in 2000. And Scream 4 came out in... Well, the the beginning of Scream 4 is the ending of Scream 7, which is the beginning... Stab uh, 7. Of Stab 7, which is the beginning of Stab 8. Yeah, it's very, very meta. The way that it goes through, like... Oh, this is the setup. Okay, look, we've got Lucy Hale and uh, Kristen uh, Bell sitting here, and they're talking, and then all of a sudden there's a killing, and then all of a sudden it pulls out to something else, and it's two more people, and then it's well, two it, more. Well, it, it goes, it goes stab seven. Yeah, and, it, and it's very the way that they did it is is really. I almost got my top out and spun it. Is really kind of cool, and it did come out after Inception. I, I can't tell you, it came out in. Oh, did it? Yeah, it came out in 2011. So there was 11 years between the two. Okay, and. It was nice to see Wes Craven and um, and Kevin Williams. Kevin Williams. They both came back. They they didn't phone it in like the third right. one. And it, haha, 
it gets into oh the thing we didn't talk about in Scream Three. One of the things is cell phones became huge in this well, thing. It, it's funny watching the technology because right. in of the course first these one, are these old brick phones, you know, and stuff. I'm not the yeah. brick phones, but like the the. Nobody had a flip phone. Nobody had no, any I, that kind I, of stuff. I, you know, there were no smartphones. The one phone that showed up the most, the one that I recognized instantly the mm. second they did it, was the one that... Was it the Nokia? Or was no, it, the, it was the one that Randy had when he got killed. It was mm-hmm. a Motorola StarTech. Okay, it was a Motorola. It was okay. one of the first flip phones. Right. And I know because I had one of those <laughs> at one point. But it's funny because how that three-year gap between... Or actually, yeah, the three-year gap between 97 and well, 2000... One of, the, one of the bark, uh, plot twists of two is suddenly you had the the introduction of caller ID. Yes, that's another you thing. Know, so um, you, you went from corded phones and, and cordless phones to having those with a caller ID box right, that which you'd is have the to hook up next. Big, right? Yeah, you know, you'd have to put it next to your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't integrated in the phone like right, it is right. now. Right, it was extra thing you had to pay for. Yeah. It was like about um, I forgot five had, bucks a month yeah, or something, something like that. And yeah. it was a little block, you know, little box that you would look at, and it would say the name, the name, and the number. Yeah, you know? and then in the third, you know, and then well, in the second one, you had cell phones starting to show up, and but in the third one, cell phones are everywhere. Yeah, like everybody's talking on cell phone. It starts off with them on a cell phone, and you know, and they even talk about cloning the phone, get yeah. the phone numbers and stuff, which I, I found that interesting. I was like, wow, that was a thing all the way back then. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. Well, something we didn't mention in two also is that was the first time we saw the murderer um, actually videotaping the yes, kill. Yes, video, that's true. But that's it true. was by camcorder. Right. And it was that which big, was giant. What, yeah. was, you know. Available. This is, that that was even before digital camcorders became a thing. Yeah, it, you know? was, it was probably like high eight or something. Yeah, yeah. So we get, you know, you get through three with the cell phones. We get to four, and of course, we're in the YouTube era. Yep. at this point and Dave's going to have to take point on this one because I didn't get a chance to go back and rewatch this I'm kind of going on memory of what all's happening you know so it's one of those things I forget why did press why did Sydney come back to, well, to Woodbury um, um, she had come back for a book tour she had okay, written, that's she right. had she written, written her, the book that's she right. had written her own book and the last stop on her book tour was in uh, Woodsboro mm-hmm. um at the, I forget how many year anniversary. Yeah, it was probably ten at that point, maybe or yeah. something. I don't know. But I, she I don't pulls, know. I don't, I don't know what the actual like scream timeline yeah. is. So. But she pulls into town. She, as they're walking up to the bookstore, um, you notice all the street lights have a ghost face, huge giant ghost face hanging mm-hmm. on all the street lights, mm-hmm. and come to find out it's. You know, somebody's decorated the town illegally. Yeah. And the cops are out there trying, which Dewey's the sheriff now. Right, that's true. And Dewey and Gail are... Married. They are married, yes. Which is funny because by that point, the two of them in real life had been married, but they weren't any longer. Yeah. They, They were divorced by then. Yeah. And so she's in town for the book signing, and... um, It's her cousin. It's her cousin and her cousin's mom... And it's, it, it, she's basically, you know, Sydney's shown up, uh, she runs into Dewey, uh, Gail shows up at the book signing, mm-hmm. you know, to talk to Sydney, and... Which they've always had a <laughs> contemptuous relationship, yeah. the two of them, so... And we have got to do something about your coffee. I know. I don't know what it is. It's like a swear. Every time we sit thing. down here, we were hanging out. I'm you were fine. fine. We sit down here, and all of a sudden, it's yeah. I'm, I think I'm allergic to this mic or something. I don't so. know. So, um, but <clears throat> sorry, but it's then the first kill happens. Mm-hmm. Oh no, the phone calls start. Yes, this, the phone yeah. calls start, 
and it it starts with her cousin and her friends and it's it's her cousin that gets the call and it's her friend that lives right next door gets the call yes and it kind of goes from there okay so you know they oh they also had a they had two girls basically uh the two girls that get murdered watching the movie Yes. So you had two girls Man, get murdered, so and you had two this, girls yeah. get mur- murdered, and then the two girls that are watching the Inception girls getting murdered, right, right, they get murdered, right. And this, that's so right. That's right. That's and the first two, and the calls that are made to Sydney's cousin and her friend actually come from the cell phone of one of the two girls that was murdered, right. And it goes from there. Okay. So you go through, and it's and again, it gets very meta about quite a few things. The biggest being <laughs> that. It, it really starts talking about like the way that society has changed. Yeah. About you know the internet famous and you know how it's oh, more it, about fame than it is about. You don't you know, have to be talented anymore to be famous. Right. Right. And there's even um, one of the kids from the the film club at the high school. Right. Is live streaming his life. Yes. He's from yeah. a camera that's on the side of his head. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you get all the way through it, and you, you you get to you find out that it's Sidney's cousin, yep, who's do who's it, done it all, it's and, you know, and she sets Sydney's it all up. Cousin, and it's um, one of the other uh, movie club kids. Yeah, yeah, and that she's set up to be a patsy, right? And her whole thing is that she wants to be famous. Yeah. That's what she wants to be. The, she wants to be the new the new Sydney. Is she what it wants to yeah. be the new lone survivor. Exactly. And it, it all goes sideways on her when she's in the hospital and telling her story. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, you gave information that no yeah. one else knew, you know? So yeah. Dewey and Gail figure right, it out. Right. And Dewey gets there just in time to thwart Sidney's cousin from killing Sidney yeah, in and the hospital. I'll be honest. I thought they were going to kill her off in the movie. Like when I saw it, yeah, first, yeah. I was like, Oh no, they're actually going to do it this time, you know, but they didn't. And, um, but it, I will say it's one of those things that you can tell it was a little bit of a reboot and a little bit of a continuation. You yeah. know, um, I think they could they could have done some interesting things with it if they had, if they had they continued. Had definitely left it open very much so to where they could have continued the storyline if they had wanted to. Right. But I think where they stopped it was the correct place to stop it, and then we lost. Wes Craven. Yes. And, and that was like, okay, I'm okay with this. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? You know, we could get more on this. I mean, I know that there is the TV series for what it is. I mean, it's like I said, I watched the first season of it. Yeah. It doesn't. If we. I think really and truly all they did was just take the name and put it on there, and that's it. If so, Williamson is not involved in it. Mm hmm. I don't even want to consider it. I don't if, think, if his I don't, name is attached I, to it, I don't know if he actually wrote any of it or, or came. Or no, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the TV show. I'm talking yep. about if they come out with another one, mm-hmm. or if there's a rumor of a project of another screen. Right. If he's not attached to it in a major way, well, I, I'm not even. He wrote consider all three it. of them. So I mean, he 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 he's written all three of the yeah. previous or the fourth of the four of the previous movies. So I would imagine that he probably has final say in that kind of stuff. Just go bait, you know going on that who knows maybe um but it could be that dimension owns all the rights like pressman did on the crow at that it could point. be i don't know that's a uh, does dimension even exist any longer 
I don't know if they do or not. That's a good question. Honestly, I think they might have gotten bought up with someone else. It's so. whoever owns yeah, so. all the dimension Which is properties. always, it's probably Disney. <laughs> oh, the evil empire. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth it. Now, I, let's talk about the soundtrack. The, fir- the soundtrack, especially the first oh, one, the is the one, one that I'm really... Uh, Bird Brain. Bird Brain, Youth of America, is a wonderful... Rockin' Wonderful and very 90s. Very, you know, oh, post-grunge, yeah. you know, 90s alt-rock yeah. type stuff. Um, you've got... Uh, Whisper by Catherine. By Catherine. You've got... Uh, Nick Cave and the Bad, Bad Seeds were the red introduced right hand. Yes. to most people through this movie. Yes. I already knew of Nick Cave I, same here. long before same this movie. Here. But I was excited when this song showed up in the movie. Right. It, it's and it was in the trailers and te- yeah. television spots and everything. So it, mean, it introduced a lot of people yeah. to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. And it, and it shows up in two and two and three both. I know. They're remixes. I don't know if, yeah, but I don't know. If, I don't think it did it four. Did it? I don't. I don't remember it being. In we a, look at it. In a minute. I know. I I recognize that when I watched three that that was a remix. Yeah. It was not the original. Um, then you get. What was you, that one? Oh, so was it Soho? Is that who it was? That Whisper to a Scream? Um, is that the name? Of, that's the name of the song is Whisper to a Scream. I think that may be Catherine. Is that one? I don't know. I'd look at it and see. Because um, I was listening I to think it last it's, night. I think that's Catherine. It's, the name of the song is Whisper, and there's no Soho on this soundtrack. Well, I think that might be one of those situations where <laughs> Spotify doesn't have that one. Kind of like when we were looking for, um, uh, you, might be right. you know, when we were looking for the uh, yeah. another song for the the Crow City of Angels, and it wasn't there. So yeah, you, yes, whisper to a scream. Okay, Soho. It's Soho. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you've got what I think is a great cover of Blue Oyster Cult's "Don't Fear the Reaper" by Gus Black, and you don't like it. I okay. I used to like it. Okay. But I was listening to it last night, and I was like, oh, this did not age well. I I like it. Now, some of it has to do with the fact that I love that original so much. Well, I mean, it's yeah. just a classic. But it's just, there, it's there's, very, like... There's something a little... I'll tell you what I don't like tender, about it. Tender, but creepy about the Gus Black version. I'll tell you what I don't like about it. And okay. what it, it reminds me of Step all... Step back up that mic. You got it something. reminds me of all of these covers that we've heard... In the last ten-ish years, where they'll take an upbeat rock song and they'll, we're gonna strip it down to the acoustic and we're gonna sing it very, very soft and very, you know, I, and just like I, I know, and I know see, this was before that. I know I can, I just, can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I don't get that from this cover. I, 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 I think this was supposed to be kind of a real kind of creepy version. Well, of and it. the thing is, is like where it's used in the movie, it if you do a little bit of digging because the thing is especially in the, I can't remember in the third movie or not I don't think it does but in the first two movies they give away the killer in the first like in the first little bit okay in in the first one after you get through you know what happened yeah. and the next day they're talking about everything Billy comes to Sydney's um, he comes to her bedroom yeah. remember and when they're making out on the bed and they're playing Don't Fear the Reaper, they're, they're playing that. So it's like, okay, well, here's... Okay. Yeah. In the second movie, uh, at the, in the very beginning of it, um, the Omar Epps, you know, he's in the bathroom and he's here and he hears something in the next stall and he puts his ear over, you know, and he gets stabbed through the... Yeah. Okay. Well, if you listen, the... Um, 
oh, I can't remember the exact, but if you listen to what's being whispered, it's something about um, trust mommy, mommy will take care of everything, or something like that. It's it, oh, or he keeps saying, it, you know, yeah, and so it's it's basically giving away that the, it's yeah. the mom. Okay. And I'm sure if I go back and and watch three again and really pay attention, it's probably given away somewhere in there that yeah. there's. You know, but I'll be honest, man. I, I was watching that movie last night, and there were parts of it I was just fast forwarding <laughs> through. I was like, "This is just, I, this is terrible." terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, oh, other thing that, I, and I remembered it again from when I watched the watched it the first time is when Jenny McCarthy, when she's like on the phone talking to yeah, to, yeah. it's supposed to be the director it's or whatever. To be Roman. Yeah, and she's like, Roman, she, he's like, yeah. "What? You not like? Do you not like the uh, the script?" She's like, "No." I, she's like, "I don't like the script." She's like, "I don't like that I'm 35 and I'm playing someone who's 21." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." And he's just like, "I don't like that I that I die naked." I don't like that it, you know it's like all this stuff and it's like you know Jenny McCarthy's kind of done all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Um, other bands have mentioned on here are Sister Machine Gun, mm-hmm. uh, Moby. Yes, that's right. Um, Moby is on there. He it's his song First Cool Hive, which is off of his mm-hmm. collection of songs ninety three to ninety eight, which I actually owned before yep. this movie came out. And there's also an orchestral um Yeah, called Sydney's Lament. Well, well I'm talking about that there's a there's a score. There there's the soundtrack and oh, there's a score the that just has all the movie score, score yeah. you know, all that on there. Um, so Alice Cooper's on it, Republica's on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's uh very 90s um but well you know i especially with that first soundtrack i think it's well worth going back and listening to oh, that soundtrack's you know, just, awesome yeah now now you scream too that was an absolute garbage soundtrack <laughs> complete garbage soundtrack i'm the the only songs on here really or artists on here really worth mentioning that kind of fit in with the first soundtrack mm-hmm. people are going to argue with me on this one but that d'angelo cut yeah, actually, I, that one is. Pretty I good. like D'Angelo. That's, That's a great cut. Um, she's always in my hair. Uh, it is. I think it's a radio edit. I don't remember. Uh, John Spencer Blues Explosion yeah. does a cover of "Right Place, Wrong Time," mm-hmm. which is a great Doctor John song. Right? Doctor yep. John mm-hmm. song. And then you had the Eels with "Your Lucky Day in Hell." Yeah. Which they sound very much like the eels on that song. <laughs> very much, which is okay with me because I like the eels. But um, I mean, this thing starts out with Master P and Silk the Shocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got another rap group called Cottonmouth Kings. Yeah, who I, I'm still not very familiar with. I'm I, sure I remember them early 2000s. Um, you've you know. got Post Sellout from Sugar Ray. Mm-hmm. So it's not the the good punk heavy. Sugar Ray before they, they sold were out prior it's, to uh, what was the name of that album? One that had Fly on it, um, yeah. Which is funny because that's the only song that sounded like that on there. All the rest of them were still were still kind of in that, yeah. you know. You know, I was introduced to Sugar Ray with that Escape from L.A. soundtrack. Yeah, they were on there, and, and that was a heavy song. Yeah, they were they were a punk band. Yeah, and then they sold out. Yeah, someone said, "Hey, you know what? That front guy you got is kind of attractive. Let's uh, let's yeah. put some." Uh, it, it, Dave uh, Matthews is on here. Less than Jake eh, is on here. Eh, another '90s band. And yeah. then here's here's the band that completely ruined it, it. The movie was okay. The ending was completely destroyed for me mm-hmm. because the pullout. You tell they're in a helicopter. They're zooming away from Sydney, right. walking across the grass. And it's stinking Collective Soul. <laughs> yeah, I was never a big Collective Soul fan. Collective so. Soul. I know they they no they I just always found them bland. They were like the most generic 
and ev- generic rock. Ev- every yeah. every song sounded the same. I know. Every song. And they don't rock at all. No. There's no rock There's to no them rock. whatsoever. It, it, it's, it, it is, that, that music was meant for adult contemporary radio. Oh. I mean, it is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that just, no. That, that was straight to um, 92.9. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. It borders on easy listening. Yeah. But, you know, when you want to rock, but not too much. <laughs> When you, it rocks in that VH1 sort of way, you know, <laughs> from the early, I guess early days of VH1, yeah, you know. When, when you'd rather saunter than rock. Yes, exactly. A, a nice even it's just, gate. It's just before you get to Yacht Rock, you know. It's it's right before, it's when you want to go to Jazzercise. Yeah. <laughs> Drink your pumpkin spice latte. Oh, yeah, that's oh a, you basic white girl. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so. and then you get into the soundtrack of Scream 3. Uh, Creed. The, the, the movie was a complete mess. Yes. But the soundtrack, you, you, it starts off with Creed, so it, it mm-hmm. immediately hits a doorstop mm-hmm. and trips over itself. But then it goes into Slipknot, Wait and Bleed, mm-hmm. which is a killer cut from them. Remember the band Finger Eleven? Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh wow, this is early. This is like before they hit. Yeah. Oh you, wow. You've got Suffocate from Finger Eleven. Huh. Uh, you got Spiders from System of a Down. Okay. Um, not a whole lot of people knew about this band. It's a band by the name of American Pearl. Oh uh, yeah, I know them. It's uh, and they were really, really kind of cool. They put out one album that was really good. Yeah, and the the and it's actually a track off that album, Automatic. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do. Okay. Oh yeah. It's a good song. Um, Seven Dust with Fall. There you go. Okay. You've got Godsmack with Time Bomb. <laughs> uh, and then one of my favorite guilty pleasures, Coal Chamber. Oh okay. Wow. This is very early, like late nineties, early two thousands oh, metal. Yeah. And you that, know, and they've got Tyler's song. They've got So Real from Static X. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Am I? This can't be right. I think you might be getting into more of a... Uh, hold on. This can't be right. I gotta... Let me let me pull up a different... Yeah, so, I, I know something, sometimes... They, something about that doesn't feel right all of a sudden. Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up here. So, But yeah, it's one of those things I know, especially with Spotify, a lot of times we'll be like, oh yeah, it's all... And then I'll start listing other stuff. And it's like, it's like what? what? This isn't right. All right. Folks, I may have misled you. Uh, I may have totally misled you. I, I think I may I, I have I have made my first major faux pas. <laughs> After you listed all of that stuff. After I listed all that stuff, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I listing, know the creed is on there. Okay. They're listing um, the sounds. Something to die for. Ida Marie with bad karma. A cup of coffee by the Novocaines. Make my body. The chain gang of 1994. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, on track listings. Here we go. What If by Creed, Wait and Bleed by Slipknot, okay. Suffocate by Finger Eleven, maybe, maybe I did Spider, System of a Down, Automatic American Pearl, Fall, Seven Dust. Let's see. Time Bomb, AllMusic.com. Okay. Uh, Time Bomb by Godsmack, Tyler's Song by Cole Chamber, Cole So Real, Static X, Crowded Elevator by Incubus, uh, Debonair by Dope. Oh, Sunburn by Fuel. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Get on, get off by Power Man Five Thousand. Another one of my guilty pleasures. Wanna be martyr by Full Devil Jacket. Remember those oh, guys? Oh wow! Uh, Crawl by Stained. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Creed has another song here called Is This the End? And then there's another song called Click Click by Ear 2000 that I have no idea. Oh, who I that remember is. them. I don't remember them at all. But yeah, all this other, like, wow, these are bands that are names, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, and, and more of a traditional uh, horror movie soundtrack because heavy metal and horror movies tend absolutely. to go hand in hand. Absolutely. And uh, I think that that's going to be one of our future. Uh, episodes is like a horror metal. movie or yeah yeah horror so movie I didn't, I didn't lean us too far no no, no 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 it's not yet um, but did we go into the Scream 4 soundtrack I didn't even look at it so I don't I don't remember anything from that one but like I said I haven't seen it in like eight years or whatever it was but it is definitely a Scream is something worth it, investigate like you know go and go and look at it go and well, definitely watch one one Watch two. Watch two. Suffer through three. Yeah, you have one. you have to suffer through three yeah. because there are references to it in four. Yeah, and four is definitely worth a watch. Um, it's probably the the third best one. I don't know. It might be two B, uh, and I think two and four are kind of on, on evil even playing. Yeah, you know, I'll, playing field. I'll give you that. Um, but yeah, three is just it, it's a mess. It's a serious mess that. I hate to even had to watch it again. <laughs> All right, we're going so, back to fandom. Uh-oh, here we go. Um, scream.fandom.com is where I'm getting this information. Uh, the track listing for Scream 4 is... Okay, so this is, this is evidently the soundtrack that I was looking at when I thought I'd messed up. Okay. So you've got a band called The Sounds with a song called Something to Die For. You've got Ida Maria with Bad Karma. You've got the Nova Canes with Cup of Coffee. You've got the Chain Gang of 94 with Make My Body. Marco Beltrami with Don't Mess with the Original. Uh You've got The Sounds with Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. You've got Six Day Riot with Run for Your Life. You've got Rainy Shockney with Axel F. You've got Loxley with On Fire. You've got Say Hi with Devils. You've got Denial with Stone or Stereo, Stereo Black, Black with Denial. Yeah. And Jill's America by Marco Beltrami again. So yeah. absolutely no Nothing that names. I recognize whatsoever. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to rate Scream 4 soundtrack is... Um, not, not, a, not existing? I don't know. Maybe one of those things that, that would bear... A listen, a re-listen. You go back and, and listen to it and figure out if it's any good or not. Because now I think about it, the music of Scream Four really didn't stand out as a major it really character no. in the movie. No, which not like it had in the past. Yeah, and I that, mean the music was very much part of the movie in one. Yes, oh, and one and two both. Well, I mean yeah. they even in two they even repurposed some music from um, um, uh, Broken Arrow uh, that. That guitar, you know what I'm talking about. That dun 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 dun. Oh, you know that that's yeah, in like yeah. it was in a bunch of movies by in the late '90s. Like they they heard they somebody it, it saw was that generic Western right, guitar and riff. that was in the first time I remember seeing it was in Broken Arrow, and then all of a sudden it started showing up in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, go check out Scream. Definitely worth definitely worth it. Um, I don't know. I've said that two or three times now, but uh, I think that's all we really have to say about this at this point. We have definitely beat this horse. We have. It's funny sometimes whenever you start talking about uh, a subject that 
you think you know a lot about you and then you realize you don't remember as much or maybe you didn't you know or that's what getting old does to you or and maybe it's not even that that you don't remember but it maybe is not as good as you remember it being or and maybe you remember more of the experience of watching yes it i think that has a lot movie. to do with because i remember because like when scream like after it, it hit home video i remember watching it with friends like oh, yeah. seriously like a whole group of us you, here it, it didn't matter how many times you No, see it. you watch it again let's watch scream okay to, cool you go know? to blockbuster right and rent the movie yes the, you would the vhs tape and mm-hmm. you put it in the machine there'd be you know, drinks and popcorn and all right, that. Yeah. And eventually somebody would be at the other end of the couch making out and you'd tell them to go get a room. Right, you know, exactly. And, and again, it was more the experience. It was a communal, like everybody saw it. You, we watched it together. You didn't watch it, you know, yeah, that, on a pad, on an iPad or, or a computer or something like that. that. That's you know, actually so. a good topic for a podcast is the, the community and the communal experience of actually renting a movie and having yeah. people over for like a watch party, right? Nobody right. does that, anymore. right? It's, it's kind of true. It's a but anyway. Now we're just uh, two old guys screaming at clouds. So <laughs> leave me alone. I like screaming at yeah. clouds. So anyway, get off my lawn. I am Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.